Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chakras and Cuss Words. And today's episode is all about your third eye chakra. And this is probably one of the most popular chakras. This is one of the chakras besides the throat chakra that I get a lot of questions about. So let's talk third eye. (laughs) Okay. So where's your third eye? Your third eye is right here, right in the center, kind of right in your eyebrows, um, forehead area, this area where if you were to have a third eye, where would it be right here? (laughs) So Let's see, how can we describe the third eye? So spiritually, the third eye is almost known as your intuition, your instinctive state, your uh, chakra state that really resembles the... um, the sense, maybe like the psychic sense, the sense of possibility of imagination. It is your sixth chakra and it is the color of like a dark blue. That's almost like a purplish color. Some people really say it is more of a, like a lavender purplish, um, dark blue kind of color. Um, very pretty color, very intuitive chakra. Okay. So the element, I mean, the third eye is definitely the one where it has the magic. The third eye has the magic. It not only holds the magic, but it sees the magic. So there's a lot of possibilities with um, what you can do when you unlock your third eye. So the element of the third eye is light. And that makes a lot of sense because it is the area of light. It is the area of what you would see. Um, A closed third eye would be dark. It would be gloomy. So think about it like that. It, so it is your area of light. It is your area of basically like, almost like your intuition is balanced your imagination is balanced. Your wisdom is balanced. You not only see your sense of what possibly can be happening, but also um, what might happen in certain situations. So it's that instinctive process. It is that um, survival skill. It is that gut feeling that some people say, don't listen to your gut, listen to your heart. It is that area where you have the ability to see the possibilities of what could happen, or, um, if it's a good possibility, or if it's a bad, uh, quote unquote, bad possibility or a situation. 
So the third eye is right here in the center of um, your head area. It is the chakra that is really concentrating on your intuition, your imagination, and your vision area. It is an area where you start to develop traits towards your third eye. You start to develop um, what you can unlock with your third eye right after adolescence. So right, uh, right around the age of 12, um, the throat chakra is seven to 12. So right after that junior high age. And, and what I want to really talk about with this, with the third eye is that age group that not quite a teen not quite a kid, but just kind of that group that's learning who they are, learning about the world, learning about different situations, learning about their own spiritual practices, learning how they see each other, learning how they see themselves is a area where it takes in a lot of energy and it also takes in a lot of um, possibility. So it is almost like your self-reflection. It is the developmental stage that concentrates on your self-reflection, your self-awareness, your self-growth. How do you see yourself? How do you really see within? The third eye um, areas where it would be considered a hinder is when it's the element of illusion, um, hallucination, where it's the element of not everything is quite like it seems. The element of illusion, a lot of people, some people say that life is just a big illusion. We're just here. We're just these spiritual beings who are just here living this process, living in these capsules of um, body embodiment and it's all an illusion. While it feels so real, it's not necessarily our true identity and it's not really our true meaning. And if that's something you believe in, and if that's not something you believe in, that's up to you. But for me, life um, or this illusion of life is everything I want to be and I want to be here in this life with my family. I want to be here in this life, in this um, atmosphere of caring for each other. So this illusion is how you uh, see it, how you make of it. So somebody who would have an excessive third eye energy. So you have to remember the chakra energy. So if you are just tuning into chakras and cuss words, and you want to learn about your third eye, honey, you have to start with the fucking root. You got to start with the root chakra, introduction of the chakras and work your way up. A lot of people don't understand this. A lot of people don't want to hear the fact that it has to start within some people. And I will address this in a couple of minutes. Some people are, I guess you could say, living in a sense where their third eye is already open. Their third eye is already ready to see. Their third eye is considered highly imaginative. Their third eye is receiving messages, receiving downloads from the universe, receiving um, intuitions, receiving psychic abilities as 
some would say. The third eye is wide open. It sees the world for what it is. It sees the illusion for what it brings. And it's living amongst um, everybody else who's living within a blocked third eye, I guess you could uh, quote unquote say, or a third eye that isn't fully engaged. So if you are planning on opening up your third eye and that's something you want to do and that's something you really want to tap into is to have an alignment of your chakras where your third eye is open and it's balanced, you're going to have to take it from the root chakra and move on up. Many people think you could just tap into the spiritual world and your third eye will be automatically opened or automatically engaged. And that's not necessarily true. And if it is, it's not, if it is true where you already have a third eye that's open, it's not necessarily beneficial. Yeah, I said it. Because if you are not safe enough, taking it back to the root chakra, if you are not safe enough, and if you do not trust enough, and if you do not feel secure enough to have an active full eye, you are active full eye, third eye, you will start to have some problems in taking in the energy, taking in the intuition, taking in the balance. So please, if you want to tap into that area, please, please, please get down to the root as well. So an excessive third eye would look like this. And this is somebody who already has a naturally high energy third eye. Their third eye is probably not um, balanced. It's just going off crazy. It's just seeing all too much. It's seeing way too much energy. They might be somebody who has suffered from a lot of trauma. And I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> so when you think of people who have a third eye that is open, the third eye is the ability to uh, trust your instinct. It is your ability to trust your energy. It is the ability to trust your imagination and to trust your vision. So you hear that sense, trust your instincts, by be aware of your surroundings. So most likely people who have an excessive third eye are probably people who are number one, naturally intuitive, which some people are genuinely naturally intuitive. They genuinely see, feel, pick up, get the downloads, they're seeing the messages, they're feeling the energy, and they're naturally intuitive. People who may work in an area where they experience a lot of trauma, a lot of grief, 
a lot of sadness and a lot of situations where they have no other choice but to have a open, engaged third eye. So this would be, who is this? This would be your first responders. This would be somebody who was raised in a very dysfunctional house. This would be somebody who was um, maybe a police officer. This would be somebody who works with people who don't necessarily trust their instinct. This would be somebody who's constantly checking their surroundings, who is constantly making sure their environment is safe. This is possibly a firefighter. Like I said, a lot of first responders, a lot of people in this work will have their third eye already open. Psychologically, they probably don't even know it is. They just know they're naturally aware. They know that they naturally trust their intuition, but it's because their body has made this a defense for them because they see too much, they feel too much, and they take in too much energy that is not only from within that they have, but also with other people. So these are your healers, your protectors, and the people who work in energy work. A lot of energy work will have a um, already open third eye. So if their third eye is excessive, they will be having issues like PTSD. They will be having headaches. They will be having hallucinations, delusions, um, also difficulty concentrating. Maybe it's too much. It's just too much. They can't take it all in. And this is an area that a lot of people all these people who want to tap into the third eye, like I said before, please be consciously aware that tapping into this energy of not only the universe and not only yourself, but tapping into other people's energy must be practiced where you are able to release it, you are able to throw it back out of your space and shift that energy somewhere else into the universe, not within. And people who have a deficient third eye will be somebody who doesn't necessarily trust their intuition they don't know their surroundings. They might have vision problems, memory problems. They might have patterns of not fully being aware. 
they run a circle of of almost naiveness. And I, I hate to use that they're naive, but <clears throat> they aren't fully aware of what can happen. They might also live in denial. Denial is a huge one. And when we think of denial and how it plays out in this world and how it plays out in relationships, denial is a huge part of a blocked third eye and not necessarily saying that denial is unhealthy. It is a stage that most of us go through with grief, with loss, with fear, with trust. We have to trust ourselves before we can trust anybody else. And when we let go of that denial, we will then see the light of the third eye. Oh, the third eye. <laughs> so let's see. Let's talk about the third eye being balanced. Whew. And I'm going to tell you something about, whoops, I'm going to tell you something about the third eye because in all honesty, I would say I am a naturally opened third eye, opened person. I'm a naturally intuitive person. Um, I pick up on energy for a very long time. I denied it, denied it, denied it, and I would ignore it. And it got to the space where it was becoming unhealthy because it was becoming unhealthy because it was affecting my self-worth and it was affecting my relationships with other people. And it was affecting my relationship with myself. And that's a huge one because I did not see myself as somebody who was very strong in my intuition. I saw myself as somebody who was just a little crazy. <laughs> and it wasn't that I was a little crazy. It was, I was highly intuitive. And when I had an intuition, most likely it was right. And I was in denial about that. So as a very small kid, I used to get strong intuitions that I would hold back on. And I do not like talking too much about um, me growing up, but um, because I do have a lot of, I guess you can say PTSD and trauma and areas that it's very hard for me to just engage in conversation about because I have turned to the chapter of that area of my life where I don't truly like to bring it up fully. I will be able to concentrate on certain moments and certain events that played a influence in how 
I tapped into my chakras and how I accepted who I am and my spiritual process, but I don't like to get too much into the details. And respectfully, it's because it's something that I have learned to bury away and I can talk about it um, sometimes and sometimes I can't. But it's something that I have buried away to a point that I'm able to not think about it because I used to think about certain events over and over and over at a point that it was almost, I was thinking about them every day or thinking about certain situations where um, I felt very unsafe. And feeling unsafe is something that, and as somebody who doesn't suffer from anxiety, but feeling unsafe is a emotion or a feeling that possibly your intuition is telling you because you are unsafe. So sometimes you have to trust that intuition. And I'm going to tell you something that happened to me actually today. So a balanced third eye chakra, what does that look like? It won't be excessive. It will be imaginative. It will be creative. It will be balanced in the right where you trust your intuition, but you aren't excessively getting downloads. You aren't excessively getting up those events where you are um, seeing or um, having difficulty calming down that energy. You don't necessarily suffer from nightmares. You don't necessarily suffer from excessive events. You are able to see a vision and a path. You trust that you are able to determine what environments for you are safe versus what environments for you are not safe. You check your surroundings, but you're not hyperactively checking your surroundings. That's another one too, with an excessive um, third eye, this would be maybe the police officer who doesn't necessarily like to go to restaurants because he is constantly checking his surroundings. He has to sit by the door so he could see everybody who comes in. He is hyper vigilant on making sure his surroundings are checked. So a balanced third eye dreams that aren't nightmares, they're dreams that have clarity and consciousness they also have dreams that they remember. A deficient third eye might not remember their dreams, um, might not dream at all. An excessive third eye will have nightmares and really um, have a hard time dealing with that. 
Um, and a balanced third eye will be intuitive. It will. It will get the messages from um, themselves, from their third eye that they see and that they trust. And they will um, tap into that. It will be open to new possibilities. It will be open to the imagination. So how does one balance their third eye? Well, first you have to see, is it excessive or deficient? If your third eye is excessive, there probably is a lot of self-healing and calming factors that you need to do. You probably need to create a safe space. You probably have some trauma you need to open up with a licensed therapist with. You probably have some obsessive areas that really need to be worked on. If you have a deficient third eye, how do you open that baby up? You're going to have to go through your chakra system. You're going to have to start to journal. You're going to have to start to meditate. And when you meditate, practice imagination, practice intuitive exercises. A lot of people practice into, I practice intuitive exercises. I also practice, um, the tarot to me, the tarot is a amazing way. An Oracle is an amazing way to practice your intuition. What does that card tell me? What does that card say to me? What is this person asking? For clarity. What does it say when I turn the card? Also, there's uh, intuitive exercises such as like you see them on TikTok. I might do some on Instagram uh, where somebody's holding something in their hand and they're saying, what color is this gemstone? Is it green? Is it blue? Guess. And you try to think, what is it? So naturally, I'm kind of like that person who would like get that exercise right. Or the tarot deck. Um, so tarot and oracle are very different. The tarot deck has meanings behind the cards. Most of the time, people can read the card and see the meaning without actually looking in the book, but you can study the card. So that's another way to practice your intuition. Also, you could do meditation. Like I said, gratitude journaling, um, imagination journaling is a big one. Where do you see yourself and where do you see um, a circumstance that can really work towards opening up your third eye, like almost like write a story, like, um, a story of how you are playing within this, within this area. A lot of people may have had areas where their third eye was kind of like closed by others. Their imagination was told, you know, you're just not that funny. 
you're just not that good of a singer. You know, you're not going to be a pop star. <laughs> Lord knows I had my days. I thought I was going to be a pop star, pop star, or their third eye is closed because maybe they're not able to express their imagination. They're not able to express the possibilities. Um, so many of us are placed with these labels of who are we, how others see us, who are we, are we good? Are we bad? Are we a nurse? Are we a doctor? Are we, um, are we a teacher? Are we this? Are we that? Are we, um, a, you know, are we educated? Are we not educated? Are we, you know, where people place labels on us where these labels are telling our imagination, this is what you are. Um, <laughs> so sometimes I would say my imagination is very strong. My imagination is almost too strong where if it was up to me, I'd probably be creating TikToks and, <laughs> and creating videos all day and doing silly stuff because I see these visions that come to me that of something that I think is funny. And if I think it's funny, everybody's got to think it's funny, right? So one who is able to balance their imagination, how does that work for them? So definitely taking in that area where you work with your imagination, you work with opening up the possibilities of course, like always, you can go to Reiki, you can um, take in foods that open up your third eye, you can take areas that definitely balance it. Um, for clearing your third eye, a good way is to also speak gratitude, use aromatherapy, use healing areas, clear that energy away if it's excessive, do some grounding work back to the root chakra <laughs> and forgiveness. And that's a huge one with a third eye. And it's forgiveness of ourselves, of putting ourselves in a area where we still throw it back to, I put myself in this area or I was in this area where I didn't trust my instinctive process. I didn't trust my intuition and forgive yourself on those times that you shut your third eye or denied it and forgive yourself and forgive others. But a lot of the time, it's not about forgiving others with your third eye. It's about forgiving yourself there are, of course, um, sound therapy you can use, um, a lot of sound therapy with the third eye. Also, since the element of the third eye really practices on light, I do recommend um, meditating in a light area if you are opening it up, if you feel deficient in your third eye, if you would like to shut your third eye down a little bit. It's too much. Concentrate on dark rooms, concentrate on dark areas, bring in 
the light to a lower intensity, maybe even putting like a cloth. A lot of people say there are portals in the back of the head that let in uh, energy that doesn't serve you. Um, so some people will say not to wear your hair up, keep your hair down, be careful who is serving energy in the back of your head and neck area. You can cover it with a shawl, you could cover it with a hoodie, you could cover it with whatever, or you could put your hair down. Um, it's really, what do you believe? What does your third eye tell you? Do you believe if you have your hair down and somebody is um, hexing you? <laughs> Are they going to hex you? So what do you believe? I personally believe I control my own. People can try to hex me as much as they want. <laughs> Ooh, that was a little creepy laugh. Um, <laughs> they won't get very far. Also with meditation, definitely take in that area where you are feeling unrestricted. You are feeling free. The air is concentrating around your body. You are definitely feeling the warmth of the light or the cool of the shadow, depending on what you are trying to do and achieve. So I want to tell you guys, um, a little story, but I also want to talk about other ways for balancing your third eye. Of course, there's yoga and Reiki masters. And if you want to use a pendulum, essential oils, all that, and we will get into the essential oils and we will also get into the fruits and the beautiful vegetables that you can use. But we are going to talk about the extinctive process real quick. And this is a process that, uh, like I said before, was a part that I used to deny a lot, a lot, a lot. And there has been a few times working as a nurse where my third eye would start to send me messages and I would close it because, you know, I'm working. I'm working. I ain't got time to listen to all this downloads from the universe and intuition. Honey's got to work. We got a full ER. But then I slowed the fuck down and started to listen. And there were times I would get, oh, it would suck if we got a code three right now. And the next thing you know, code three. Or, oh, your patient, you just have this funny feeling your patient, you need to go check on him. And I would check on him and something would be happening. So when I stopped personally letting my intuition deny it, when I was denying my intuition and I personally stopped it and gradually accepted it and accepted that most of the time my intuition was right. Um, it carried over with work. It carried over as I meet people. It carried over as even when I see people. So today, so a little bit about my intuition is 
when I was younger, I put myself, and I will say, I did put myself in a bad situation. And I was probably about maybe, um, maybe about 15. And I was a very rebellious kid for those who have been following me for a while, listening to chakras and cuss words, you know, I was a fucking little hoodlum and I snuck out of my house and before I snuck out of my house, I had a feeling and I've, I've snuck out, homegirl snuck out many times. Okay. Shoot. I was like the expert stinking out. Okay. <laughs> like <laughs> I was all about sneaking out, honey. Like, but this time I had a intuition that I should just stay my fucking ass at home. And I didn't listen. And it sat with me because I heard it and I heard it very strong, but I decided to do it anyway, sneak out anyways. Cause you know, being pad was so much fun. Getting into trouble was so much fun. I had to be there. So my ass snuck out and I put myself in a event that was extremely horrific and terrifying. And it was an event that not many of us have lived through. (laughs) Not many of us have seen, not many of us have witnessed. And at that time I witnessed people at the rawest, scariest, fearful, evilest moments. And I saw how shit can get out of control within an instant. Luckily for me, in this event, I had another intuition to leave and to run. And I did. And I ran um, up and down a freeway. (laughs) And I was in bushes. And I thought I was going to die that night because as I was running, there was somebody who was following me, chasing me. I literally knew I had no energy to run anymore. And the next step would be to hide. So I hid. And I hid for probably about 35 to 40 minutes. Deep down in the grass and bushes of 580 for those who are from um, California. actually Oakland, California, to be exact, a 580 right before um, the Keller exit. 
I hid in those bushes for about 35 minutes and prepared to die. And I got another intuition that I didn't have to hide anymore. I could go home. So I walked home from where I was and I made it home and it was a life changing experience. I'm not going to get into the details of it, but it was a life changing experience where I knew that I had to create a safe space and change my life. What I had a hard time accepting was my intuition guided me back to safety after I denied it. And I was very fortunate I did not get hurt. And I was very fortunate that I made it out with with my life and I made it out not being hurt and I made it back to my house. Of course, when I got home, it was a lot of explaining going on. Um, it was actually an incident I had to, um, it was just a bad, bad incident, just bad. It was just always just uh, horrific, horrific for my family. Um, horrific for many people. It was a life-changing incident for many people, not just me, but for many people. Um, but I was lucky I survived and I was lucky I didn't get hurt physically, mentally. I was fucked, but it did show me that I can trust my intuition at some point. And at that time of being 15, I really didn't know what the fuck was going on. I just knew I was making all the wrong choices and I had to start to make some choices that would allow me to live a successful life um, and actually live a healthy life. So that was the start, I guess you could say one of the experiences of my spiritual awakening. Um, so the moral of the story is today, which is really weird because, um, I'm trying not to let it bother me too much where I keep thinking about what does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? Sometimes we're not supposed to know what everything means. Sometimes we were just supposed to know to trust ourselves. So today I was at the gym and I was working out, doing my workout. Honey, gotta work out. You know, I got to get fit. Honey, gotta get rid of this quarantine 15. Get rid of this 2020 pandemic weight. <laughs> Since 2021, 
gotta get back in shape, gotta bring it out. So I'm at the gym doing my workout and I will be honest. Um, I work out mostly in the weight room, which is a lot of men. Um, and for the most part, men like work out. They don't bother me. I don't bother them. They don't bother me. They're doing their thing. Um, I'm doing my thing, but this guy walked into the gym, into the weight room, and he just had this energy that was, I hate to say this because he might be a really nice person or he might just be fucking creepy, but he just had this energy that it was like scary. And he was dressed in a manner that wasn't the typical workout gear. It was odd. And that's another thing, labeling people. Okay, now I'm labeling him because the way he was dressed. But it was not typical workout. It was like jeans, cargo pants-ish. And it was... um like shoes that looks like almost like, I don't know if they were construction shoes. I don't know if they were military shoes. I don't know what kind of shoes they were, but they weren't workout shoes I've ever seen. And he had on a hat and he had on a mask that of course, because you know, we're at the gym, we're supposed to be working now because of COVID and keeping everybody safe they say it's encouraged to wear a mask. You don't have to, but you can. But his mask was like a skull, like a creepy fucking mask. It wasn't even just like a regular mask. It was like a fucking creepy mask. And it covered all the way to his eyes. And he then had a hat. And I will be honest, he fucking looked creepy as fuck. And he looked scary. And... I saw him, I looked at his shoes and a few things came to mind was number one, is he going to shoot this fucking place up? I'm telling you, that's the first thing that gave him my mind when I saw him. Number two, this fool is either potentially trying to scare people or like I said, potentially trying to scare people or he's just not quite mentally there. Um, but whatever the sense was, um, it just gave me a strong intuition that I did not like that energy and I needed to leave. So I start putting away my weights and he's not talking to me. He's not bothering me, but he just had this very creepy approach that didn't make me feel safe. And I am a person who suffers from PTSD and, um, had to really work through it. So automatically I felt unsafe and I got this strong intuition that I needed to leave. 
And that's exactly what I did. I don't think he's hurting anybody. I haven't heard anything. I even thought about calling the police and I would say, what do you say? I saw this creepy guy and he gave me the creeps. But whatever it was, something told me to leave that area. And I usually don't get that strong of intuitions um, like that. But today I followed it. And I had all this energy about it because I was like, what do I do? Do I call somebody? Do I say, Hey, there's like this guy who's creepy. And the other gym people, I don't know if they left too, but, um, I will say that one of the guys who was working out kind of by me looked at him. And I think he was thinking too, this guy is he intentionally trying to scare people or, and I mean, the guy started working out, I guess. I don't know. All I know is he fucking looked creepy. I don't know what was going on through his head, but I wasn't planning on finding out. I got the fuck out of there. And that is probably an excessive third eye trait. I mean, maybe he made people feel uncomfortable, but I knew for me, it was time to go. And one of the biggest things you can do is trust your intuition. And trust it in a way where you feel safe. And that is balancing your third eye. So I get out of the gym, get in the car, and I'm like, oof, like I just dodged a fucking bullet. I mean, I haven't heard anything of him hurting anybody, but I'm just saying that the energy he held shifted to me where I was able to say, homegirls got to go workout is done. So trust that about yourself and trust your atmosphere for when do you feel safe versus when do you not feel safe? Maybe I was overreacting. Maybe not. It's not for me to decide. It's not for me to ask, what does it mean? It means I make myself trust my intuition. And my intuition was saying, girl, you got to go. (laughs) And that's what I did. I went home. I called my sister because she's probably the only one who I can talk to on like certain things. And of course, my podcast listeners <laughs> called her and said, girl, there's a creepy guy at the gym. Does this seem right to you? She was like, Mm-mm-mm. no, I don't. <laughs> so I got that validation, even though I may have been overreacting or I may have not been overreacting. But what I did was make myself feel that I can trust my intuition. So when we talk about the third eye, let's talk about some fun stuff after I give you guys this creepy story. (laughs) So you could do yoga, balancing, using like your big toe, really moving it forward also opens up your third eye. You could also do the downward facing dog. (laughs) Do that in yoga or not just yoga? I'm just joking. Okay. PG, PG, PG. 
you could also, like I said, use a, a pendulum uh, to open up your third eye. You can also uh, do a lot of eye energy, get a crystal and we'll go over the crystals, get a crystal, put it right on your third eye, do some uh, mont mantras or do some humming that will really open up your third eye. Think of strong imagination that you can do. You can also relax with meditation to open up your third eye and balance your third eye. Um, for the crystals, let's get into it because I know everybody loves crystals. And I had a podcast guest say crystals are the gateway drug to spirituality. And I absolutely think it's true. You know, I remember being a little kid and looking at those crystals and being like, I don't know what they mean, but they're beautiful and I want to buy them all. So for the crystals, we have the quartz crystal, definitely the lapis lazuli and the fluorite, fluorite um, and uh, amethyst. I cannot pronounce amethyst, amethyst. So definitely get those crystals. They heighten your intuition. They encourage you to trust. They definitely um, realign your chakra energy the seeking of the truth and the knowledge within those crystals. That is the energy that they bring. Um, the fluorite also cleanses and brings um, stableness and helps improve concentration. For your blueberries, um, work those into your oatmeals. For fruits and vegetables, we have blueberries, blackberries, um, prunes, definitely represent rep represent the color of that blue lavender chakra of the third eye beets prunes uh get into it no it's not a blue monster drink it's natural whole foods so when you are drinking and eating towards your chakras make sure you are doing it with nutritional natural foods do not feel like taking some energy drink and be like it's blue i'm opening up my third eye no no you aren't um also uh grapes to have that beautiful color. We can use um, mantras and affirmations during our meditations and daily practices that trust our consciousness, trust our decision-making for we are intuitive. We can say, I am um, trusting my intuition. My intuition trusts me. Be mindful of how you treat others, how you see what's wrong, what's right, what's good, what's bad. Very careful with your verbiage. Let your imagination soar high. And like I said, a lot of imaginary work um, with your third eye. Um, for essential oils or herbs, nutmeg, um, chamomile, frankincense. And when we're talking about third eye, look, frankincense and is right here by my desk. Ah, wait, am I dropping it? Oh, Jesus. And this isn't like the, um, but it has a very strong odor that when you say it's, I mean, it's an aroma. 
and you put three to four drops, you could put it on your third eye, directly on your third eye. You could put it in a diffuser. But this, when I am opening up my third eye, when I want to get imaginative, when I want to get creative, when I'm working on a podcast, when I'm working on a vlog, when I'm working on a course, working on a plan for somebody, or pulling the tarot, you best believe frankincense is in the mix somewhere. It's in the background. It's one of my favorite um, oils. Definitely one of my favorite essential oils is the frankincense because it really does have that properties of bringing clarity and bringing on the intuition. Juniper is another one. Sage, rosemary, and saddlewood. So I just want to thank my lovely listeners on chakras and cuss words. You guys are absolutely amazing, 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 amazing. I love you guys so much for all the feedback, all of the questions. Um, Balancing your chakras is something that can be done through many modalities, many practices. Uh, Like I said, I want to bring it back to the essence of clarity, the essences of your root, the essence of your heart chakra, and what you can create through your solar plex chakra. So definitely, it is such a great philosophy. And I'm very thankful that it is one of the ones that I have decided to use as one of my um, staples in my everyday life when I'm thinking about the chakras and thinking about how I can open them up, how I can balance them, what areas in my self-awareness do I really need to tap into? So I do offer chakra coaching and chakra uh, education. If that is something that you are looking to get more in tuned with, reach out to me. I am offering tarot and Oracle and I have an exciting event for you guys. I have a dun, 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 dun. I have a course coming up on tarot and oracle. It is called Everything Tarot and Oracle Brunch. It is October 17th, and we are going to dive into the difference between tarot and oracle, the modalities of using them, how do people use them, what do the cards represent, what do um, you do when you give somebody a reading, the ethical practices behind it, also how it can help you trust your intuition, how it can help you with affirmations. We're also going to be talking about certain cards. Uh, Everybody in the room, it will be a discussion. So if you do want to discuss, you can. If you don't, you can just be a listener. Um, But it will be a fun course. If you aren't able to be in the course, you can still purchase it and I will send it to you. And I am offering a discount code to uh, my listeners and that is chakras cuss words for my podcast listeners. If you are interested in buying it, you get a um, $10 off. The original price is 35 uh, for the early bird special until the 10th of October. And then it goes up to 55. But if you use 
chakras cuss words before October 10th, you get the early bird special and you get the $10 off. You have a ticket for $25. So that's pretty amazing. So that is for you guys. Anybody who's interested in the tarot and Oracle class, um, go ahead and get on the chakras cuss words website and you could purchase it through PayPal. So I just want to thank you guys as I smell the frankincense one more time and we are wrapping up season two and we will be starting season three coming up soon. So I absolutely adore my listeners. Thank you. Remember to follow like Catherine um, underscore Pacheco Instagram, follow, subscribe this podcast and share it and follow chakras and customers on Instagram and Facebook. Have a great day, everybody. Bye.